0: Hello and welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Scripture Podcast, where Josiah is your host and context is king. Um, we take a verse of the day. This one's two verses because sometimes one just wouldn't make any sense without the other one. Um, we take a verse or two and we put them back in their context and we see uh, how that may deepen our understanding of the verse. So I hope you're along for the ride. If you can't open the scripture in front of you, I get that. i I hope some of you are, uh, listening at the gym or, um, listening while you're driving. So I get that and I'll, I'll be reading and reading around it and stuff. But if this is a part of your kind of sit down, um, time in the morning with the Bible, then open it because you're going to have fun looking at the verses before and behind and see if you can't, um, see if anything I'm saying makes sense. You know, I'd love that to know that you guys are reading along and going, okay, I see that. I see that. Or, um, I don't see that. I wonder what he's talking about. All right. So today, we get to continue in Philippians. It's kind of cool. I got a request for Philippians chapter 1 and 6. It'll be the episode before this one, um, which was a lot of fun to do. And then I got out my U version as I usually do, and saw what the verse of the day is for today um, when I'm recording this, and it's Philippians 1, 9, and 10. So um, we're going to be continuing Philippians, not on purpose, so to speak, but just because that's the way things went. All right, so Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. In the ESV, it says this, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. All right, and it is my prayer. This is Paul talking to the church at Philippi. It's a big part of his greeting here in chapter 1. There's a big, beautiful greeting. Actually, man, the letter to the Philippians is so good. (laughs) <laughs> it's just so good. It's so readable. There's so much good stuff. But, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. This is going to be a great verse to kind of go clause by clause or a few words by few words to kind of show what Paul's getting at because there's um, a lot of good stuff here. You know, I used to hear some Bible teachers say that, and I'd feel a little frustrated, like, man, all right, but I don't see it. And the good ones would always go, well, here it is. You know, they would kind of show you it. And so that I, I want to be one of the good ones, so let's. I'm going to try to show it to you. So here we go. And it is my prayer. Man, aren't you glad to be given an inside look at what sort of things the apostle Paul prayed for? Isn't that kind of cool? He All through Paul's letters, he'll say, I'm praying for this and that, and I'm praying for this and that. And he'll say, pray together with me for this. So I'm just so happy that it doesn't have to be some great mystery. Sometimes prayer is presented as this great cosmic mystery. And I'm not saying there isn't some mysterious elements to it. But what I love about Paul is that he invites you right in. He's like, this is what I'm praying for, for you. And this is what I want you to pray for me. And this is what we're praying together. So here he says, it's my prayer that your love may abound more and more. Okay, So apparently, and you'll see this in some of Paul's other letters, but apparently of chief concern to Paul was that the people in his church would love, would love God and would love each other and that they would love each other and God more and more. And he was praying for that. Okay. So first of all, awesome that what am I? What's one of the main things I should be worried about in church, dude? Be worried about loving God and other people more and more. That's I like. I like sound of that. I think that's something I could work on. I think it's cool. Such a tremendous relief to me that this is something that can be prayed for. And uh, myself and the other elders here at Crosspoint, we do. We pray for our church. We pray for each other, and we pray for everybody at Crosspoint that we would love God and love each other more and more. And then we see evidence of that. So we hear these stories that, you know, this group went and stayed at the hospital with this person, and this group went when these people's house burnt, and uh, these people helped this person who had found themselves, you know, just getting out of prison and needed some help. And these people visited when this was happening, and when this baby was born, they were com- this family was completely taken care of. And we just love to hear that stuff. It's love abounding. And it also is a warning to us that if we just get crabby with each other and crabby with church because people don't love each other enough, well, okay, I'm sure it could be true. And it isn't all our fault, so to speak, but we find here that Paul was praying for that. And so that's very interesting to me. So maybe for me, less complaining, more praying. Uh, that love would abound more and more. And then the second part here, with knowledge and all discernment. So love isn't enough, no matter what the Beatles might have said. Love isn't all you need, apparently. It needs to be added with knowledge and all discernment. Why, Paul? Well, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So what would Jesus qualify as pure and blameless when he comes back uh, for those who are looking and waiting for him? Apparently, he wants people who love God and other people and add to their love, knowledge, and discernment, which will help me discern what's excellent. So how can I decide what's excellent in life and in the Christian life? Well, I'm going to need love, knowledge, and discernment. I love it, man. All those things can be found in Scripture. All those things can be found in Christ. And apparently, they can be found by prayer, um, that we can pray both for ourselves and for others and encourage others to pray for us. Um, That our love would abound and that we could add knowledge and discernment to it, which will help us to approve what's excellent. Okay. And then also, this is a mission statement as to what Paul believes God is looking to get out of each church. Apparently, he's getting out of it a group of people that loves more and more and adds to their love knowledge and discernment, who begins to approve what's excellent so that when he returns, he'll find them pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And verse 11 fills that in, kind of puts the, it ties it up and says, this is, 11, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God, okay? Abounding love that has knowledge and discernment and learns to approve what is excellent means you'll be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So I love when we have the ability to put these things together. Um, They fit. They give us a road to walk on. They give us something to pray about. They give us things to repent of. And they give us things to reach out to God for. Um, We know why Paul was bringing this up because we got to do an episode on it last time. But just in case you didn't hear that one or you're not going to have an opportunity to, let's just go up a bit um, to 6. And it will help fill in why Paul was talking about this in the first place. So Philippians 1 and 6. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you. So Jesus is the one working will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It's right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. Okay, so Paul is saying, this is happening to me. I'm loving you guys. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all. It's a loving term with the affection of Christ Jesus. I'm loving you more and more, and I want to improve what's excellent in you. Uh, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more. So Paul's looking for reciprocation and the fact that they would grow toward God and toward one another like Paul's growing uh, with knowledge and all discernment, okay? So that's why he brought it up. He models it. He's looking for it in their church, and he's happy to find it in them, all right? Um, Where can we see Jesus in um, 9 and 10? Um, I think we can see him all over it because he's mentioned a bunch of times and it's his work, but looking just a little closer, um, we can see what Jesus is looking for in his church and, and what he's working towards and what Paul is partnering with Christ through the Holy Spirit to pray for and to look for and work for is what Jesus modeled with his life and ministry here. So when you look, you'll see you go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, your Gospels, and you read the sorts of things that Jesus did and said, you'll find that what he did is he abounded with love for God, for the Father, for, and for us, and that his love had knowledge and discernment. So Jesus didn't just go around hugging everybody. He was going around with knowledge and sharp wisdom and discernment and overwhelming love so that he was always able to approve what's excellent. And that's why he was pure and blameless when it was time to go to the cross. And because of that, and you'll find out in Philippians chapter 2 if you go forward, you'll find that because of his abounding love and knowledge and discernment and his approval of what's excellent and his pure and blameless walk, that when he was crucified three days later, God rose him from the grave. And uh, like I said, if you want to know, if you say, how do you know that? What do you mean that's because of this? Go to chapter two and see if you agree with me because I think you will. All right, guys. So glad to be with you. Um, love doing this program. Uh, it helps me so much. Um, it reaffirms my love for the scripture every time. I'm, I'm always surprised. I don't do a huge amount of prep and, like, study because I'm not looking to do that. I'm not looking to give you guys a little Bible you, you know, you can buy a, a good Bible commentary and find that. I'm just looking to come alongside you and get into a verse to the best of our ability using good hermeneutical rules of thumb. And, uh, just, and I, it, anyway, it always just, I find so much good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you next time.